If you're looking for the best horror, thriller, sci-fi and WTF audio fiction this side of the apocalypse, then you should listen to The Other Stories. With over 500 stories on the podcast feed already and news stories dropping every single Monday morning, The Other Stories is your new best friend. Check out The Other Stories today on any and all podcast platforms or head to theotherstories.net. After all, these aren't the stories your mother used to tell you. These are The Other Stories. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Welcome to the Horror Hangout, a podcast where two bearded film fans watch the best and worst horror movies of all time. My name is Luke Condo with Kate, and I'm joined by my regular co-host, Mr. Mr. Ben Arrington. How the devil are you? How the devil are you? Just the two of us this week. How does that feel? It was good. We were going to have a friend join us, but they have been murdered by the ghost oh. of Christmas Halloween. Look at the ghost of Christmas, Halloween. Yeah, difficult time of the year for a lot of people. Uh, can't commit. Getting murdered. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, they'll, be, they'll have... be on on a future episode, so uh, we won't we won't yeah. announce who it was. We'll get that. They'll just appear randomly, like a, like a spectre in the night, <laughs> like a ghoul. Screech. Insights and opinions. Oh yeah, uh, it's Halloween week now, so I feel like if it, it feels like I should be in overdrive with watching and consuming. Halloween content, I feel a little bit panicked. Like I'm not I'm on the PlayStation oh. store, like what what horror game? I haven't even got time to play a horror game. What horror game am I gonna play this week before Halloween? Alien Isolation's yeah. like a tennis on offer. Ooh. And I think, oh, I'll get that, but when am I gonna be able to play like a twenty five hour, thirty hour game this week? It's, it's not gonna happen. I just need to calm down a bit. Just don't pressure don't put any pressure on yourself. Consume what you need to. I feel a bit burnt out by things. Yeah. Um like I think I've watched less this month than i usually would i think i'm a lot more on it with stuff um and i haven't been really been playing anything scary either um so it's weird yeah maybe i've been reading i've been rereading a lot of invincible comics when i should be like reading new stuff but i think i'm just i am the same i'm quite burnt out and invincible is a great comic and i'm rereading it so it doesn't feel too and it's quite it's quite like a pulpy kind of comic book so it feels very easy on the brain and fun and easy on the like brain. That's what I need right now. It's nice. Though, it's like something, com- <clears throat> something familiar and that gives you comfort that you go back to all the time. Like 
friends. I've got. <laughs> what was that, friends? Yeah, we watch me and Kat watch friends like once a year. Oh, you do? You... Okay. I've got a few. Yeah, M- mine's mainly TV, like TV comedies that I tend to return yeah. to. Um, IT yeah, crowd. So I guess a lot of watches. Yep, sure does. Alan Partridge, Peep Show. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Flight of Concords, I feel like, is the ultimate one for me. I think I've told you that before. That's like. I've... I need to watch him again. I, it's been far too long, and it's it's such an influential piece of like content. Like the <laughs> the person I am today is probably yeah. a lot to do with the Flight of the Concords, um, those two albums yeah. and seasons. Oh yeah. I think, and without trying to be over dramatic, I genuinely think it's got me through some. I think at my darkest times, I've been like huddled up in a ball on a sofa. Watching, I'm not crying, but like you know, sometimes when you do things like that and you look back at it, you're like, oh, I could probably never watch that again because I was in a black, I was in a bad place. But now I feel like, no, I do, I want to watch it back and say, Thanks, lads. Yeah, you got you, me there. Did you watch the new live thing in London? Uh, I went to the Birmingham show. Oh, yeah, I uh, forgot you did that one. Yeah, 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 that's cool. Yeah, yeah, it was cool. It was because it was delayed, wasn't it? Because um, Brett broke his arm, so it was a long time coming. But yeah, yeah. good yeah. times, good good times. So I don't know if we've got any horror news this week. I haven't uh, seen a couple of little bits. Couple of little bits I've seen. <laughs> so yeah. keeping this, keeping it on on topic. Considering last week we reviewed Ginger Snaps. Apparently, the Ginger Snaps franchise finds a new finds new life as a television series. It's headed to the small screen. I don't think it's been reported where it's going to be, you know, mm. whether it's going to be on a streaming service or what. Um, but it's, a, it's executive produced by John Fosser, who's the um, co-creator and director of the original film. Um, yeah. Cool. So it looks like it's just going to be, as far as I can tell, just from reading the description, it looks like essentially the plot of the film is going to be, you know, stretched out nicely into however, however many episodes um so yeah it could be nice to introduce this story to a new generation i think after watching it last week we have a newfound love for that film especially considering it's the first time i'd seen it yeah 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 um it's cool it's got the original the original creator as well i think that's quite nice mm. yeah just overseeing everything yeah. yeah very cool um also i think we mentioned this before in previous episodes but the new evil dead which is the working title at the moment, Evil Dead Rise. Bruce Campbell's um, said something else. He's gone and said something else, hasn't he? Uh, But he says it's going to be... It will put a heroine up against urban deadites. So apparently going to be in a high-rise slash skyscraper, isn't it? So, uh, Do you think it will be... um, What's the name from the remake? Yeah, see, that's what I was kind of thinking, but I don't think she's officially been cast or connected to it at all it says we're gonna he says we're gonna have a heroine a woman in charge and she's gonna be trying to save her family so you know whether she's um it'd be interesting it sounds completely different Mm. yeah and it'd be interesting to see it in a new i mean i didn't really persevere with ash versus evil dead did you uh i think i dropped off after the first few episodes no i think i finished the season actually it was good I mean, the first episode it was directed by Sam Raimi, and the first episode yeah. uh, was pretty amazing. 
but it did kind of drop off in quality a little bit after that. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I'd, I'd like to think... watch. It's all on Netflix now, isn't it? So, how oh, is it? I was. I, so. I, I only made it a few episodes in, and I, it's weird because I liked it. But again, it's just my relationship with TV series. Sometimes I just get to a point where I get distracted, find it hard to uh, to go back to it. How sad. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what, what else? So, John Carpenter, he's releasing Lost Themes Free, a live That's after cool. death. It's coming out. It's coming out in February. I think he's so he's released one song from it, which is called Weeping Ghost. I love this stuff. This is like the best. I, I think you agree, but it's like some of the best like writing music. Or, yeah, yeah. You know, I actually had it on the other day. I had Lost Themes 2 on the other day. It's perfect to put on. Bloody lovely. Have you, have you seen a few little clips of the the master on Twitter recently as well? Just talking about uh, talking about David Cronenberg, talking about going to yeah, the, yeah, that, the horror, that thing about horror the fan dinners. Horror yeah. Direct, yeah, that's it. And he's talking about how he like, Eli Roth has got... Let, let the new people have it. Eli Roth is Hollywood hair. Darren Aronofsky, he secretly <laughs> hates horror films. He's just yeah. like, so I'll just stay home yeah. and play Xbox or something like that. Yeah. What a cool guy. Yeah. Keeping it real. Cool guy. Yeah, exactly. Guy. I mean, it's it's a shame to think of people like David Cronenberg, who I think John Carpenter had a good relationship at one point. So, mm. takes himself too seriously, apparently. Who's to say? Who knows? But still interested to find out little things and find out about the relationships of some of the some of the greats, some of the greats, I'm only saying Carpenter and Cronenberg there. Not Eli Roth, sorry mate, with your Hollywood hair and your... I, I would put Aronofsky in, in one of the greats, but not so much as a horror type. No, yeah, I don't think you could in terms of horror, could you? Even though, I remember when Mother came out, a lot of people were saying it's potentially like an alternative horror film, but I never really got that vibe. Um, yeah. And then last but not least, I've seen that Shudder have announced a virtual Halloween event called Shudderfest, secret screening of a future Shudder original, and that is on the 31st, so that is on Saturday. Um, so it's going to be a free, day-long global celebration, um, and then there's going to be a Shudder members-only secret screening of a future Shudder original. Saying the word Shudder a lot in one sentence, very strange. But yeah, there's going to be like virtual hangouts, um, People like the makers of various films like Host and Scare Me are going to be involved talking about various things. Uh, yeah, it should be cool. I think cool. Um, people like Robert Englund, Lance Henriksen, uh, Kane Hodder. That's Jason, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I think it's Jason. Big bad Jason. Uh, yeah, so that's that. That is it for our news. Are you doing anything special for Halloween? I don't think so. I'm trying to make a horror game this week for oh. Halloween, like a 2D yes. platformer horror game thing. So if I get that done, it'll be free. I'll just put it online. It won't be very good. <laughs> but if, if I get that done, I'll put it in the, in the Facebook group if people want to play a little 2D scary game. Yeah. Sounds exciting. I've seen some clips of it on your Twitter. Looks. Uh, I was watching a clip on, on your Twitter earlier. I was waiting for a jump scare of some sort. <laughs> and uh, I, wasn't, I, wasn't, I wasn't disappointed. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't disappointed. I, I think I was ready to switch off at like 50, 50 seconds. About 50 seconds, I was like, oh, switch off now. But then on the 54 seconds <laughs> was when the old, uh, was when it arrived. But then, yeah. there we go. You know, it's spooky when uh, you yourself jump when you're trying to like test it or, or, or play bits of it. Oh, uh, right. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. Sound design is uh, really good. Have you got a title for it currently? 
Mm, not too sure yet. It's not a great title. I'll think of a new one. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. I've got every faith in you. Uh, yeah, so that's that. That is that. And what have you have you watched anything? Yeah, interest? just just before that, I'm just going to pop my MacBook on charge, get stuff charged. Uh, do you want to tell people about um, Old Mill Lane? Yeah, I'll do that all on my own. Oh, I'm so lonely. Just podcasting with myself now, which is a very strange, very strange feeling. Um, but yeah, Hawk and Cleaver's the other stories have been premiering episodes of uh, audio anthology, the Halloween horrors of Old Mill Lane, every night this week at 9 p.m. Um, and it's on Facebook Live, uh, sorry, Facebook Watch and YouTube. So. We're doing like a watch along every every night as we just reappears in front of me as well. That was spooky. That was part of the game, part of the game dev. Just you reappearing. <laughs> Are you fucking with me? Um, yeah, and it's been pretty good so far. We've had everyone. It's so it's hosted by Emily Booth as well um, of the Horror Channel, and it's sounding pretty lovely. People are people are enjoying it. But yeah, even if you miss an episode, you know, come and join in because it's an anthology. So each each episode is like a new story. Um, written by various writers from the other stories and narrators, all the regulars. But yeah, it's been pretty good, and we're trying something a bit different with this old uh, going live episode on Facebook and YouTube, just making a bit of an event of every single episode, and uh, it's pretty fun. I'm enjoying it. Are you enjoying it, Luke? I am very much so. I like doing the, the YouTube live premieres as well. We can like chat about chat about stuff as yeah. as we're listening. It's good. Yeah, I like the YouTube thing. Um, on Facebook, it feels a little bit more, I don't know, I'm out, I've been having some issues with various things on Facebook, so it might have to be. So I think the best place to follow along and watch it would be YouTube, because you can go and find the video. So the Hawk and Cleaver YouTube channel, if you just search Hawk and Cleaver on YouTube, subscribe to the channel, and then on the inv- individual episodes, you can actually click to set a reminder for when the episode will go live, and then you'll get a notification, which is... Yeah. Very, very handy if, you know, doing things around the house, you're not really sure what's going on. Suddenly, 9 o'clock comes, bang, you've got 20 minutes of original horror in your face. Yeah. Audio horror. It's the best <laughs> type. Yeah. Um, other than that, man, what, what, what I've been watching? Um, I've been watching a couple of things. I saw two. I saw one thing that I've been meaning to watch for a long time, Baskin, which is like the Turkish horror film. And I've always... Been uh, kind of drawn to it. I think maybe by the cover image. Have you seen it, Carol Baskin? Um, let's have a look. I I recognise. Is it fairly? Oh, I was going to say this is fairly new, but it's two thousand. Is it two thousand fifteen? Yeah. So, yeah, fairly newish. Yeah, I see. It's like a little um, keyhole on someone's forehead, right? It's a good poster image. Yeah. Um. Mm. So. Uh, it's it's kind of like a police department get called to this certain place and they go to it and they end up stumbling across this like it becomes kind of otherworldly it's like they've they've, they've kind of gone into this like other place where they shouldn't go and it's like a black mass and uh, if you if you just want some visceral horror because there's, there's one particular scene which is fucking disgusting in a really great way like if you if you're like a horror gore kind of person then then it's it's amazing in terms of story it's a bit flat like it doesn't seem to go anywhere but for just some guys rock up to a hellish place and and horrible stuff happens it's pretty great yeah um, definitely work yeah I'd, I'd say watch it 
there's one guy in it who's the freakiest looking thing I've ever seen in my life. Um, he is the freakiest looking thing. If you've seen it, you'll know what I mean. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I got you. Yeah, what okay. about you with your hammer? Um, oh, yeah, with my hammer. So, yeah, sorry. I've, I've got a hammer because literally because it's on, on my desk in front of me and I can't help but touch objects. You know, that's my problem, you know. Uh, what have I been watching? I've not watched all that much. Um, I finished The Boys, as I may have mentioned last week. I think that's great. A great sort of takedown slash send-up of the superhero genre. And it's, you know, super gory and violent and full of swear words and awesome ridiculous moments where you go what the hell am i watching highly yeah. recommend it yeah there's, there's a few things uh, like, uh, like the, the whale i remember being a bit yeah the whale uh, yeah there's just there's so many moments where like oh what this is ridiculous but i fucking love it yeah. um in terms of horror considering it's the week before halloween i've tried to watch a couple of things but i've not really been that great at it this week i did see the remake of the witches so this is the um robert zemeckis um remake of the 1990 roald dow adaptation of the book of the same name i didn't know zemeckis zemeckis but also i think produce producer wise i think we've got uh guillermo del toro and he's producing everything though isn't he he's producing everything come on there was uh, there was someone else's name. I sw- oh yeah, Alfonso Caron Caron. Uh, of, who made like Car- Roma and Gravity and yeah, that's his name in it. Is that how you say his name? Yeah. That dude. Anyway, so serious heavy hitters. Where I'm like, well, this has got to be good, isn't it? But yeah, I didn't want to be that guy because you know I'm always up for new versions of things. But I felt like it was a bit too one note and sugarcoated to succeed as like a new adaptation of this story it just felt a bit like like the original obviously yes terrifying and the 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 visual effects the sort of makeup effects are amazing but i genuinely felt worried for the kids when they were getting turned into turned into mice and i felt like oh my god they're gonna die oh god what's gonna happen this it just felt a bit silly yeah like all the way through and some of the cgi that we see with I mean, Anne Hathaway's good as the Grand High Witch, but something about the, when the CGI starts really getting going, very rubbery, and I'm just like, there's a couple of good ideas in it that I think are, that come across well. And um, the grandmother's played by Octavia Spencer, and she's she's awesome, you know. But yeah. apart from that, I just felt it was a bit bland, a little bit beige, a little bit... Um, it's weird. Horror jokes. Like practical joke, practical jokes, practical effects do kind of add danger to a scene. Like yeah. if it's too, if you know it's CG, and you can tell just by looking at it if it's if it's CG or not. Like you know, yeah. there's no danger. Like it's, there's some in inside part of you that just knows fundamentally that that's not real. But like practical I effects, mean, it I don't know. You just seem you can smell it. You can smell the danger. <laughs> yeah. You can smell the danger. It's a good a good. Well. Um, it didn't work for me, but my daughter didn't wa- couldn't watch it when um, there were the witch scenes. She had to turn away. So it succeeded oh. in scaring like a ten a ten year old kid. Um, so for that, I'd say sure. Well but, yeah, yeah. But, but but other than that, I don't know. Just I was quite looking forward to it. And as I said, Anne Halfway seems to be having a great time. It's like one wrong move away from being awful though if that makes sense okay. like Anne Hathaway is just playing it so close to the bone that it's one just one moment away from being ridiculous 
yeah doesn't quite get there but um yeah i mean watchable with your kids i guess but other than that a bit bland i saw um a, a film it's it might be one of the most unique horror films i've ever seen in my life and i know that's hy- hy- hyperbole but <laughs> it's true it's uh cemetery man have you heard of cemetery man or do you know much about it I think maybe you've told me about Cemetery Man. Have you seen it before? No, it's first time for me. Okay. It is John, one of John Crinan's favourite films, apparently. Um, maybe that was what I've seen. Maybe I've seen him post something about it recently. So Maybe post DVD. It's like one of the last Italian Euro horror type movies. So if you think of... How, how could you think about it? So it's, it was made in the mid-90s. It feels almost like those Fulci uh, Italian zombie type movies that you got from 80s. It's got because they Wait, record is... they, they record the sound in the way the Italians do, where they dub it, so it all feels kind of like that. Is it um, is Rupert Everett in it? It's got Rupert Everett in it. <laughs> okay. And it's it's if you imagine one of those Italian horror movies, but. It's got more of a sort of dead alive kind of vibe to it as well. So it's quite fun and quite stylish and the camera's constantly moving in interesting ways. The story mm-hmm. is is bizarre. Um it's quite funny. It's so weird. And the ending is like Lynchian. Like it's oh. one, it, honestly, it's one of the the weirdest movies I've it's it's such a unique horror movie. I don't think I've ever seen anything like it. I, I don't know if I'll ever see anything like it again. Because it feels kind of of its time. Rupert Everett's great in it. I don't know, man. It's um, you've got to watch it. <laughs> you've got to see Cemetery Man. Um, okay, I'll, I will. Uh, I'll it, add it to the list, considering uh, your feedback. It's one of the ones where I kind of feel like if I watch it a couple more times, it might become one of my favourite movies. Mm-hmm. Like it feels like it might sneak in there. Crazy, looks nuts. Um, and the only other thing of note I've really seen is so um, a couple of nights ago I watched Dead Silence, um, which is a James Wan and oh, yeah. Lee Wanell yeah. or Lee Wanell if we're committing to the horror hangout pronunciation. Lee Wanell sounds like Cockney slang for flannel. Oh, yeah, absolutely Lee Wanell. <laughs> yeah, um, I think Andy linked us to a podcast once or or a YouTube video where they were saying Lee Wanell. But I've heard someone else now say Lee Wanell, so I'm, I am I mean, now. until I hear it come out of his mouth, I'm not quite convinced. So Dead Silence was the 2007, um, I think it was the follow-up to Saul from James Wan, because um, it was before The Conjuring, which was 2013. Yeah. So well, quite, a while, quite a while before it, which is odd to think it was like six years before that, because it's well, got some of the same flavour. I think what happened was they made Saw. It did really well, became a franchise. Uh, but then um, they couldn't get anything off the ground for a while. I think Dead Silence was the film that they made next, but it didn't do well. Um, and then did yeah. he do... Yeah, so James Wan did Insidious. So after Dead Silence, um, they, they couldn't get anything made for a bit, and they made Insidious on a very low budget. Um, and Insidious... It, I know you're not a big well. fan, but it, but it was a really it's a really big film for what it did. It did what it was doing very mm. very well, and it kind of uh, took off in a big way. That became its own franchise, and then from that he he 
started the conjuring verse um yeah which is kind of a more refined insidious i would say yeah 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 i think it is it's the insidious for yeah it's just more refined it's, it's... insidious is like granulated and yeah. uh conjuring is caster sugar yeah i don't know why <laughs> i mean i don't know what i'm trying to say yeah but you know insidious um, is table salt and conjuring yeah. is is have you ever had that molden rock salt rock salt yeah yeah, yeah little pink... crumbly flakes oh mate so good yeah so good <laughs> uh so uh, have you seen dead silence no 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 we have like a dummy and like the ghost of a ventriloquist woman um it's got some good scares i'll give it that um it doesn't really make like the dummy sort of thing is just a bit I feel like it could have it could have easily existed without the dummy. The dummy didn't like make or break it. It wasn't like this needs a ventriloquist dummy if it doesn't have it. And it didn't really do anything that dummy movies have done before. Um but yeah, something about the So Donnie Wahlberg's in it. He loves it, doesn't he? I think he's in one of the Saw movies, maybe two. I think he's in number two. Um but the lead the the lead um some guy Ryan Quanten just like yeah. oh man just su- such a cookie cutter lead like literally could have been anybody just a guy who's just a guy who's got it is like most <laughs> his most recognizable features that he's got a nice car that's kind of it <laughs> i can tell you one thing about him as a person but yeah it's got some it's got some all right scares but other than that it's probably the most ready salted slash brown toast with no butter horror film <laughs> i've yeah. i've ever seen i was just like this is just a basic bitch, like modern mm. horror film. Interesting. Yeah, just one, okay. of, just one of those. But I did, I liked it more than Ouija. That's like that's the most basic bitch modern horror film. But Dead yeah. Silence, Dead Silence didn't really do all that much for me. I think, I mean, bless him, and no disrespect to him, but as soon as you've seen Donnie Wahlberg's in something, you kind of feel like, again, sorry, sorry, Donnie, but it's, you feel like it's already going to be second rate. Something about it where you're like, "What you can get, Mark? You got Donny, have you?" <laughs> nah. What? Um, what uh, is Lee Whannell in it as an actor? You seen, I've just realised he seems no. to appear in all of the films. No, yeah, not as an actor. He is just a just a writer, I believe, on this one, and I, I'm possibly a producer, but yeah, just a writer. So yeah, that was pretty much it. Yeah, I thought I'd watch another one, and I also decided to check out on YouTube. There's a there's a YouTube channel called Kill Count. I can't remember who told us about this. It might have been Andy. Someone did anyway. But if you don't feel like watching a whole franchise, you can watch sort of like um, the guy on there summing up uh, certain films. So I watch like the kills for most of the Saw franchise. <laughs> okay, so, I might uh, watch that. So yeah, that's pretty cool. So I didn't really fancy watching, you know, all seven movies. Um, I didn't. I didn't even make up through all these videos. To be fair, I think I watched up to Saw four. But I will catch up and watch them. And uh, yeah, I could really get my head around what I make of this franchise now, what my relationship with this franchise is. Because in my head, I always went, well, the first one's great, but the rest are rubbish. Mm. But after watching this, I feel differently. Okay. I'd be interested to know how you feel about it. Um, Yeah, so the other film I watched this week was was Saw. should we just get into it? Do you want to tell us a bit about the film? Yeah, man. So, well, I don't know. I think we decided to watch this because it was just like one of those omissions, I guess. A big, big franchise, post-2000s franchise. So it felt like it was an omission in the podcast 
that we needed to cover. So it's a 2004 American horror film directed by James Wan in his feature directorial debut, written by Lee Wanell uh, from a story by One and One L. One and One L. <laughs> That's a what a double act. They love yeah. it. Um, first installment in the Soul film series. Um, so One L was also in the film as well as Ke- what's his name? Carrie Ke- 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 Ewells. Ke- Oh, oh. Uh, is that how you pronounce it? <laughs> Eels yeah, inside you. Eels yeah. inside you. They portray two men. That's good that they portray two men. Be confusing if they portrayed one. Who awake to find themselves chained in a large bathroom with one being ordered to kill the other or his family will die. I wouldn't say mm. that's necessarily the... I mean, it kind of is a synopsis, but I think it's a bit of a bigger synopsis than that. Yeah. But there we go. So IMDb 7.6. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes critic score is 49, but the audience score is 84. I think that's it's very rare that you get Ooh. that kind of split there. Letterbox yeah. three and a half. Uh, some choice reviews. Patrick Willems, who's got a great YouTube channel, says it is wild that this movie kicked off a whole torture porn wave of horror when it's really just a clever little thriller with no actual torture. Three and a half stars. I don't know if that's true. Um, Someone's called Loitering says, I saw this movie, half a star. And then <laughs> someone well, else argue that. called Lucy put, Every time Hello Zep starts playing, a part of my soul leaves my body and floats above me for a few minutes in suspended silence until the credits start rolling. Five stars. Is um, Hello Zep the song that plays when like things are like being revealed? Like this was the truth all along. I just I just think she meant when the uh the the take out tape recorder goes hello mister it doesn't say hello zeb but that's his nickname he goes hello mr spindle whatever his name is okay hello 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 dave (laughs) yeah 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 uh yeah yeah go on well i don't know i mean it again it feels of its time 2000s this 2000s it feels like they're trying to go for a seven vibe david fincher which i didn't really pick up on before but I don't think it's as smart or as cool as Seven. Like, this does have some cheesy kind of... You know those shots where it cuts someone like shaking the head in like double speed? <laughs> Do you know, yeah, that, you know what I mean? There's loads of that. There's, there's loads, loads of that. that. Yeah. Some of the I'm editing not, is like nuts. It's yeah, like someone's gone, right? Yeah. Although, I mean, reading about the production, I think they shot it and edited it in 18 days. So they edited it at the same time as shooting. Yeah. Which is mental. Yeah. So, and I think they shot the the bathroom stuff in um in I think four days. I think it was, um and also like just reading about cool little things like they didn't have um a way to film the car when there's a car chase, or they kind of uh, made the made a room really foggy, turned off all the lights, had the headlights going through the fog, and just shook the car to make it look like it was moving through like nighttime. <laughs> so it's it's really I mean, cool. That's the way to put it together. Genius, and if I see, I always, if I if I hear about stuff like that, it makes me kind of go, all right. I don't mind the cheesier stuff or the stuff that doesn't quite work because obviously you were kind of just doing whatever you could to make make the movie happen. Yeah. What is your relationship with the Saw franchise? Because I know you, you've mentioned that you've seen Jigsaw, which is the latest ah, one, which I haven't seen. Some of the most frustrating cinematic experiences of my life, Jigsaw. <laughs> I am um, just because I ended. I mean, just because some of the reveals. Bad, bad. Um, but I mean, so saw. So I remember watching it with my friend through who had a dodgy DVD that he brought over, 
Um, yeah. And we watched it in my bedroom, and I remember the reveal happened at the Come end, on, and we were like, this, this, "Do you mean? Do you mean, <laughs> do you mean this film? You don't mean Jigsaw, do you? You mean this film? This film." Yeah. Oh yeah, I thought you were still talking about Jigsaw. I was like, that came uh, out like three years ago. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Sorry, what were you like again? Well, we were like, what? <laughs> like our like fourteen year old brains, I don't know how old we were, like <laughs> couldn't handle that twist at the end. Yeah. I mean it's twist delicious, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, Saw two, I still I still liked, but anything after that I kinda lost track of, really. So I've only ever seen the first three. And I think what happened was I was so annoyed by Saw 3. Like, I just felt it was taking me for a ride. and I didn't want to be on it. And it was every time there was a reveal and then another reveal and then a reveal within a reveal and then a take all those reveals. This is the true reveal. As soon as it was doing shit like that with me, I just went, I am no longer interested in you as a franchise. I like the trap stuff and I like the, you know, trying to get yourself out. But just the things that annoyed me about it were the reveals and also, um, like, Jigsaw's reasoning for certain things. Yeah. Whereas, like, um, I think in Saw 3, perhaps... He's inconsistent, in... even in this one. Yeah, he's inconsistent. Oh, yeah, even in this one. Yeah, it just doesn't make sense. It's like, why are you punishing these people for these things? Like, it doesn't make a world of sense. If there was genuinely bad people or people you felt like could redeem themselves by doing one thing or another, then... Yeah back on this film quite fondly thinking it was a real simple version of, of the it's more simple but it's not yeah. as simple it's not no, no it feels now i've gone back to it i'm like oh it's not like that at all it's it's just as convoluted as the others and for for a film i've looked at fondly as oh yeah that one's quite good it's a really good mystery i've i've gone back to it and i've gone oh my god it just feels like the set no wonder the sequels were the way they were because this because yeah. the original was pretty much like it it definitely set its stall out didn't it i mean so patrick williams says in his letterbox thing said it kicked off the whole torture porn wave of horror but it's really just a clever little thriller of no actual torture that's not true it's full of torture like all the way through there's people crawling through barbed wire one woman has to kill a guy and get a key out of his stomach i was like did that guy have a choice there like what did he do wrong? <laughs> like what? Well, what did he do? Oh, you you know what he did wrong. He uh he ate his breakfast at the wrong time of the day. Something like that. That's what a jigsaw's yeah. reason in a bit. He'd be like, oh, you went swimming. Eight. You know you shouldn't go swimming after you've eaten. Hello, Mister. Your task is to lie there and just die. You son of a bitch. You, you stole my parking <laughs> spot, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> this guy drank an orange juice five minutes after brushing his teeth. What an idiot. <laughs> Dead. You deserve to die now. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't quite make sense. I hate I just hate the something about so I think Tobin Bell's a good actor, but something about him as Jigsaw I just find a bit annoying where I'm just like, Oh, get over yourself. Yeah. For God's sake. I mean you're good at these traps he and things. It looks like Jesus someone he, on his face has this expression of someone who's gone down to the pool early in the morning to put the towels down, but there are already towels there. Human. Fuming, but not showing it. Like, <laughs> yeah, he's just, just planning a... something. He's like, yeah, oh, towel down with you. Well, next time you're gonna open your, you know, unfold your towel, and there's gonna be a fucking scorpion yeah, in it. And he's like, oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so it just, it kind of, yeah, it kind of annoyed me. I'm trying to remember this one because I've watched the videos now with all the deaths in it and stuff. But like, I think 
I don't know how complicated it gets with four, five, and six, and three D or whatever was next. I'm sure a lot more. But in that first three movies, it's so. I mean, already it's so complicated. It's got like the lore is like Lord of the Rings level. Like, <laughs> just... I mean, we, we're ripping on it now, but I mean, at the time it came out every Halloween, I think, and I think yeah. that was one of the selling points. I think people liked to go and go, oh, what's gonna be the twist this time? I think that was one of the reasons yeah. people went to see it. And I mean. The, the, some of the some of the trap well you say traps but you know mostly it's just like something attached to you and you've got to get it off yeah. but most of them you know are pretty good some of them are a bit like oh, fingers the in trap. Oh. oh bloody there's hot glue on this oh no uh, my <laughs> finger my fingerprints a fact yeah so um i mean some bits are iconic like the like the doll on the little bike yeah. Yeah. Why not? I just like the mystery of it. But in in follow in following films, they sort of showed um, Jigsaw setting up the traps from yeah. like previous films, and I was a bit like, "Do we need to see that?" It's almost like seeing under the hood, as such. Um, it feels it feels unnecessary. Yeah, I know what you mean. I mean, so who um, who we got in this film? We've got uh, Lee Winnell, who plays one of the guys who wakes up in the room. By the way, Lee Winnell, I just read here, is five foot six. I did not realise he was that height. I mean, it right. kind of makes sense, I guess. So obviously, it kind of makes sense, man. He, he's on his knees for the most point, or is yeah. he? Who knows? So obviously, he was pretty good. I thought Lee Winnell, as, as yeah. it says, introducing Lee Winnell, this must be his first film. So he, he's getting to a point Spot where he's on, like right? horror. He's almost like horror royalty now, isn't he? Because he's, he's made Upgrade, he's made the Invisible Man, and he's going to be making the new Wolf Man. So he's done all right for himself, mind. Can't deny him that. Yeah, he's found his his genre now, hasn't he? Of like kind of more evil Black Mirror episodes, or so like yeah. with Upgrade, it was the, the cyberpunk kind of Black Mirror thing, and then he had the Invisible Man who's wearing a suit. I wonder how he's going to do the Wolfman. I wonder how technology is going to come into that. Just going to have like, uh, just going to get Ryan Gosling to go crazy, growing his body hair out. Yeah, scary finger, <laughs> scary fingernails. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think he's done well because considering like he was he was in the Insidious, um, it looked like he was pretty. He was writing for a lot of Insidious films. I think there's only so far you can go with films like that. I think you definitely need to move on at some point to yeah. risk getting typecast as. I guess that's what James Wan did as well. The fact that he's made things like Aquaman, Fast that's and Furious Seven movies, since yeah. then, he's just gone right. I can do the horror stuff, and I will do the horror stuff. But also, look at. Aquaman yeah. and his hair. <laughs> he, um, I think, um, I think I read somewhere or listened to a podcast ages ago, and I think that was what he kind of wanted to do from the start was to do big budget Hollywood sort of okay franchise movies. Uh, yeah. But he got typecast doing the horror stuff. Problem is, he is very good at doing them. Obviously, I mean, he's built one, two, three franchises. Him and Lee. Yeah. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. 
Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Yeah, of course. That's pretty nuts, isn't it, when you think about it? When you think about how, you know, because if a new Conjuring film came out tomorrow, people would be lapping it up. Whereas you say that, but that one came out about... Um, the the bad room, like where they keep all the stuff. One came out, and I don't think anyone knew about it or went to watch it. It's like an what Annabelle sequel or something. Annabelle uh, comes I, home. I I kind of meant a, a a main Conjuring film like The Conjuring Three or something. I I, yeah. I don't know the extended universe of The Conjuring. I find a bit, you know, wasn't La La Rona one of them? Wasn't that involved somehow? And then so that's, Annabelle that's, films. I've not seen that. The Annabelle prequels pretty good it's directed by david sandberg who did lights out which wasn't that great the show comes great um but um and the ouija prequel is pretty good mike flanagan um oh that's not the same universe um i get confused because they're all kind of similar yeah yeah (laughs) yeah 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 i know what you mean exactly it's annoying isn't it um yeah, what's the big, what's the current big horror franchise there? Would you say does anything replace Saw as the like? Host. Oh, so here's an, here's Everything's going to be on Zoom calls now. Yeah. Host is uh, probably yeah. one of the biggest movies ever hosts. now. <laughs> hosts. hosts, then hosts, and then the host, host. zero, host, host zero, the yeah. original, um, yeah, all that stuff. Uh, yeah, but we are supposed to be getting a film called Spiral, aren't we, with Chris Rock, which is going to be like a, a soul. I'm assuming it's a sequel, like where someone's like a copycat, possibly. I don't know. On paper, it sounds interesting, but I've just got a feeling it's not going to... We're going to get a lot of the same sort of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. Danny Glover is in it, is a detective, David Tapp. I think he must be... Uh, this must be a sequel to Predator 2 then, I guess. He's like yeah. playing the same kind of guy. Yeah, that's true. That could be it. Imagine that. He just out of nowhere, he just goes, this ain't the worst thing I've dealt with. You and your little dolly. Oh, <laughs> fucked up all the Predators. I went on the Predator ship and they gave me an old gun. Yeah. yeah. That'd be cool if he had that old gun on the wall. Just as a kind of... Uh... That'd be badass. Yeah. I'd love that. Okay, uh, so... Um... We say Kerry K- Eels, who's like Lawrence Gordon. He's the other guy who wakes up in the bathroom. And then yeah. there's like police detectives and people who have been victims of Jigsaw. Um, obviously, one person who's probably the the one we should remember is um, Amanda Young, played by Shawnee Smith, who we see her escaping a trap. She's like pretty much one of the only survivors of mm. of uh, Jigsaw so far, aren't we? I'd be fuming if I was Jigsaw. I'd be like, survived, did you? Fuck her now. Well, yeah. 
Um, okay, yeah, I was reading about some of the sequels. I was like, what happened to Carrie Elwes' character at the end of this? Because he doesn't die, does he? He turns back up, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, we start off with the the the, the best setup um, in the Soul franchise that I've seen them all. Um, two guys wake up in a in a bathroom, really dirty looking bathroom, um, and they're both chained to big pipes. Um, and yeah, I mean that's where a lot of this takes place. Those two trying to work I out. I feel like it would be a lot, a much better film. Not to say it's a bad film because I think it's all right. A much better film if it, it all took place there. I feel like if everything took place there and we didn't know much about this, I think the reveal that obviously we're going to discuss would have a lot more impact. Yeah, I mean, that sounds difficult to pull off like 90 minutes just in that one <laughs> yeah. room. Well, so we had right, we had what's his name, Ryan Reynolds in a in a that was really good, but they did really well with buried, that. Buried, and then we yeah. had uh 127 hours, which mostly takes place in a little. Uh, I was thinking about that the other day, actually. You know, there's some films that, like, they'll have just one moment or one scene or a, per- a little feeling that, like, are so ingrained in your mind. Every now and again, I think about uh, when he's cutting his arm off. Yeah. It, it, it kind of ha- it, it's got kind of weird grinding noise. Yeah. Like, it's like a sting. And it, every now and again, I hear that and I, like, I just cringe a little bit because of the. the <laughs> you hear that when you're just carrying your shopper down with somebody. You're like, it's just. Uh, yeah, it's just one of those film moments that I don't know, that's really stuck with me. Um, it's yeah, kind of, so something something about this film just reminds me. I know there is a game of the Saw franchise or the Saw the game, whatever. This whole setup and sequence just reminds me of a video game where you're like, right, okay, so there's some items on the floor here, and you know maybe there's an item over there, and there's something yeah. on the wall or a mirror, and we've got to do a few things. And I quite do quite enjoy that watching them discover various things and work out how to use it. Um, especially like when they've got to work together in some way. I mean, now it's just like being in an escape room. People love escape rooms these days. Yeah, I've never been in one. Or maybe I have, I've never got out. <laughs> He's still in one now. Is that room you're in now, an escape room you yeah. went to years ago? You've got to do a weekly podcast with this guy. Uh, and one day he'll give you a clue how to get out. How the fuck do I get out, Luke? Did Who's I uh, tell you about the, the one in Nottingham, the butcher? And it's like, it's very kind of sore inspired. And like you, you there, trying to work out all the clues. It's really grimy, really bloody. It's like an eighteen. Uh, and then there's a guy called the butcher who they say if you hear him coming, you have to hide because he'll he'll come and get you. And it's incredibly scary. The lights turn off and stuff. Um, mate, you would love it as a horror. I would fan. love it. Yeah, it's so I, good. I I've never really been to anything like that. I went to the horror ex- the Resident Evil experience when um uh just before Resident Evil Two came out on ps4 like the remake and uh i did enjoy that but i find it a bit like oh, i don't know not cringe but just i find myself a bit this I is this into the, it. i mean just google the butcher escape room i don't know if it's open now but it's um not cringe at all they there's they went all out making it really quite really quite non-cringe yeah non-cringe. and I'm, I'm like allergic to like cheesy pie stuff <laughs> you're allergic to cheesy pie it sounds delicious i don't want to be allergic to cheesy pie mm, too cheesy pie okay oh, it's, okay uh, from, uh, hot fuzz anyway so yeah. um okay so they wake up 
there's some clues. There's a tape recorder. There's a body in the middle of the floor. I think everyone knows the setup for this. There's one in the floor. It's got a tape recorder. The tapes say, "Hello, Mister Wanel. Um, you you're not confident or something. It's just yeah. like what, ragging on him. They... You're not confident, and your hair's weird. Your <laughs> hair's weird, and, you, and and has anyone ever told you you fucking stink? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then Carrie, Car- oh, yeah, thingy. Uh, Doctor Gordon says you need to kill the Adam Lee Winnell, um before six p.m. Otherwise, your kids are gonna get killed. Like that, like is that yeah. in keeping with his thing? Like, because he's actually gonna kill the ki- the kid and the wife. They haven't done anything wrong. Yeah. Uh, well, no, maybe they haven't. And even if they she haven't, she might have cheated on her stats. <laughs> <laughs> even if they haven't done anything wrong. What's like? What's annoying is that the kid and the mum are going to be like scarred for life, essentially. Yeah. Because of what was he? What he's going to put them through? But uh, yeah. So Jigsaw Killer seems to he's got like this weird moral compass where he seems to think he's helping people, and obviously it does work with some people, as we see later on. But for the most part, I think he's just annoying, isn't he? Yeah. <laughs> he's just annoying people. You wake up, you've been jigsawed. You would. Oh, for fuck's sake. Oh, for no, fuck's yeah, sake. Yeah. In fact, did he get anyone twice? In the franchise, I'm sure he does. I'm sure there's enough soul content out there. What a <laughs> um, so we kind of learn about the jigsaw killer because Lawrence Gordon has heard of him because he was once a suspect. Can you believe it? Um, so there was someone who, like, was it someone he knew? Um, oh, that's right. No, no, what happened was they found his pen light whatever that is, yeah. like a pen with a light um, at one of Jigsaw's games. I think it was <laughs> at well, the Well, that's just showing your eyes. That's right, yeah, that, that yeah, thing. Yeah. <laughs> Still a bit, yeah. Um, and he had an alibi, so it cleared him, but he just he like heard the testimony of Amanda Young, who was one of the survivors, who explains how she survived. So she had a big contraption on her head, which was going to clasp. Like, that's probably her, the most famous one, like yeah. trap game whatever you want to call it but pretty do you know what i mean i mean it's not it's one of the easiest ones i don't suppose you have got to kill somebody i've but... got a really big head i, I bet jigsaw <laughs> would try and get it in my head and be like what oh for fuck's sake can't do <laughs> it make a big one. Instead. <laughs> it's not gonna kill him yeah. oh, jesus um yeah so she has to kill some guy well initially he says oh he's already dead so you just got cut out of his belly but he starts waking up and at no point does she like go, oh, he's 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 alive after all. She just goes, yeah, rabbits, kill him. We've yeah. got the tiniest little scalpel as well. Yeah, and like we don't know if that guy did anything wrong. He's the guy who drank orange juice and brushed his teeth. Yeah, poor guy. He drank the last of Jigsaw's orange juice. He was looking forward to it. He was like, I'm gonna have a lovely glass <laughs> yeah. of orange juice before I go for the day. And he drank the last bit. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. So. We're introduced as well to Danny Clover and his colleague, who yeah. are uh, Stephen Singh, and they're obsessed. He he's obsessed with capturing uh, oh, yeah. the Jigsaw Killer, um, and we find out a little bit more about that why later on. Um, but I think we. I almost just feel like already it's going off on too many tangents. Like I like the tangent of you know we've got a police detective trying to find him. Um, but and and that somehow he's linked to Lawrence Gordon as well. But something about everything kind of being a mystery and ha- and being 
rather than just showing everything that kind of led up to it and showing everything that's eventually going to go, here's the reveal. I don't know. It just feels a bit too too much for me. Yeah. Because at, at one point, Lawrence Gordon is telling a story about Amanda Young, and then she starts telling a story about the trap. <laughs> so it's a story within a story. Wow, yeah. And, then by, the, that, and yeah. then by the time you go back to the bathroom, I'm like, oh, yeah, this is what the film's about. Not, not all this shit. Also, when she's telling us, when Dr. Gordon's telling a story about Amanda telling a story about when she had the trap on her head, is there a point where it flashes back to other points of her life at any point? <laughs> I feel like maybe there might be some maybe, snapshots. Yeah, maybe. And then when they're in that, she walks past someone and they go, Well, actually, I'll tell you a story as well. I saw her <laughs> one walking past me and I thought she looks nice. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's just a bit too much and it feels like. A bit convoluted in terms of a narrative structure. I mean, maybe that's what they were going for. It's the jigsaw killer, isn't it? Maybe they were trying to go for a puzzle. That sounds like that sounds like an, that sounds like something they'd say after they've realised it's too complicated. They should have got yeah. you on the. On I think the, the thing uh, is, if they're yeah. going to make it that complicated, it should have tied up a little bit neater. It's got a great ending, but it doesn't tie everything up. And it would no. be nice if everything, like a, like a jigsaw puzzle, when it slots into place, that and it's like nice. satisfying at the end. Just it a bit jagged. It's like the final. Yeah. Pe- it's like you haven't got the final piece, and you're like, "Oh, where's the final piece? Can't find it. Can't find it. What am I gonna do? That's yeah. it. You'll never find it. Unlucky." Yeah. <laughs> so, um, I think around about this point as well. I think lots of stuff's happening in the bathroom as well. But here in the in the plot summary, it says about when David Tap, Danny Glover, and his they basically find like using one of the videotapes from Amanda's game with the puppet. They look at some graffiti and they're like, hang on a minute, do you recognise that place? Oh, listen to that. Yeah. That's exactly here. And they know where to go. So they pretty much go to apprehend Jigsaw um, immediately. But luckily he's set up like a... <laughs> seems a bit silly. He's set up like a guy in a trap just in case the police arrive or anyone arrives. Or is it is he like prepping a trap or something? I don't know. Um, but again, what did this guy... This is the guy who put the towels down before him. He yeah. woke up with two drill bits in his earlobes or something (laughs) (laughs) not me earlobes (laughs) um but uh so that yeah i mean they (laughs) it's pretty funny because they find him underneath a sheet and as the jigsaw killer's coming back they go they put him back under there put back the sheet under yeah (laughs) we'll we'll be right back for you in a minute so jigsaw first of all he's like dressed like uh he's uh going for, for a boxing match yeah why is he wearing that boxing match dressing gown? I was thinking the same thing. Does he, have, <laughs> does he have his own entrance music for when he comes back? That's what I kept thinking. He's got like a satin, like a black... Yeah. Well, I might be remembering it wrong. Underneath that, like he's just satin. in his trunks. Yeah. Like, why why is he wearing where that? Had he been, where had he been dressed like that? He'd been to the corner, he nipped to the corner shop. He's doing like an Assassin's some... Creed cosplay. That's Alvin. why he's got his like uh, wrist knife thing oh, there. He has well. got that as well. Yeah, wrist That's blade. exactly it. You've got it. You've Assassin's Creed it, eh? saw this and were like, that's cool, look at it. That's Dressing gown cool. and a knife on your arm. <laughs> <laughs> dressing gown. <laughs> it's an easy one to recreate as well because we've all got a dressing gown. Well, yeah. Most of us. And we've all got a knife. We could just uh, sellotape to our arm. Yeah. <laughs> Budget Assassin's Creed. I haven't, I haven't actually got a costume sorted for Halloween, so thank you. Now, if you see a man it's, in it's a the Tesco... Sellotape to his arm. <laughs> If you see a man in a in a Asda George um, dressing gown, blue, uh, with a butter knife, sellotape to your wrist, 
then, uh, then it's me. Just thinking, why the fuck is he wearing that? That is, I mean, other than to hide his face from, yeah, because uh, otherwise he just look like an old fella, wouldn't he? Like, just, yeah. oh, just back from the post office. It's just <laughs> <Quick> stamps. <laughs> but, yeah, he's pretty good. He's pretty good at getting away. Like, obviously, he's got his knife that he slices. He slices bloody Danny Glover's throat, but only a bit. Not enough to. Not. It don't, does it kill him? No. No, no, no. Um, but his his partner does get killed by a shotgun trap. He like blows um, up. Yeah. He blows up. Well, shotgun straight downwards, isn't it? Not not very nice. But uh, it's a good little trap. Well, it does its, it's a good little trap. It does its job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and then he gets away in slow motion in his boxing, in his little boxing dressing gown. There we go. Yeah. Um. So so. I think we're speeding on a bit here now. Uh, but the, that's so. Danny, that's why Daniel Glover is now obsessed with finding him because yeah. he's, he's, he's like got revenge on his mind because of his partner. Um, yeah. So he happens to be watching um, Lawrence Gordon's house while his wife and daughter are being held captive by someone who we don't, we haven't seen yet, um, or hasn't been revealed to us. So that's why he's watching them. So he's doing this at the same time as the bathroom incident is happening. He's essentially yeah. like obsessed with the case. He's not on the police force anymore, but he can. He's still convinced Gordon's the killer. I'm like, you pretty much saw him, did you not? You saw like a old fella. I mean, you must have known it wasn't him. Yeah, when you saw him. Also, he spoke um, to him. Like Toby Bell's got a very distinct voice. Yes. What have you done? Yeah, you've done something very bad. Um, yeah, and then back in the um, back in the bathroom, did it, have they they find that they find the saws at this point, haven't they? I forgot uh, about oh, it. Oh yeah, they found them pretty early on. Yeah, so there's a bag with like hacksaws, um, which they have to go for a shitty toilet to to find, um, and then they use the saws to first off try and That's cut. That's really shitty toilet chain. as well. Also, yeah. he puts his hand in the shit. And then, like, um, he doesn't even doesn't wipe it off. No, he doesn't. I know it's that. Why is he not... just leaves his hand there? He's like drip dry, <laughs> <laughs> shit dry. But like, he's <laughs> just wipe it off on like a shirt or something. I mean, yeah, on, at least on your trousers. Yeah. But also with the love heart that was drawn on the cistern bit of the toilet, whatever you call yeah. that bit, I would have looked in there first. I yeah, think. me too. Because that's where, well, the especially heart if you saw the shitty water, you'd be like. Let's look everywhere else first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's everywhere. <laughs> but the heart's drawn on that. Whoa, well, well, well. Put your hand in that. But they used the hacksaw, obviously, to try and cut through the chains. And when they realize it's not enough, and then one of them mentions, oh, he doesn't want us to cut through that. He wants to cut through our feet. And I was a bit like, would you jump to that conclusion? Well, I think that, I might just be like. That's the point where Gordon's like, I think I know who, who this is. Yeah, yeah, that's right. So we yeah. did jump ahead a tiny bit. Yeah. Um, and then around about this point, we see um, how. Like a couple, how they were basically captured. Um, so they were abducted in like I think Gordon gets abducted in a car park. In a car park, yeah. Yeah. But there's this pig-masked figure, which is pretty scary. I think I still find it pretty scary. It's like a pig mask and like a long hair wig. Yeah. Um, and that's pretty scary because that's like the jump scare we get, obviously, when they get abducted like that. Um, and later on, I think we see Adams, the way he was abducted as well. He was like in a photo, he was developing photos and then he found the Billy puppet. And then he was like using the camera flash to look around because I guess yeah. the lights were, and I can't remember. And yeah. then he goes in a cupboard and the pig mass figure jumps out. That was 
pretty effective, I think. There's something odd about a pig with long hair. It's just kind of the, the, the slasher thing, isn't it, at that point? Yeah. Unknown person in a creepy mask. Um, so at this point, we find out that um, Adam was taking pictures of Thingy yeah. because... I can't remember why. He gets paid uh, to... Oh, Tap was paying he, him to do it because yeah. Tap thought that Dr. Gordon was the killer. Okay. Yeah. But in but in truth, he like sees him going for a liaison with one of his colleagues um, yeah. when he goes into a hotel. But he doesn't actually do anything untoward. He just goes in and kind of says, yeah. "I can't, I can't do it. Can he do it, lad?" Yeah. Much. So, um, okay. So, I think he's also seen a photo in Gordon's wallet. And it's got some further instructions about X yeah. marks a spot or something like that, and it's. If I actually turn the light off, there's like glow in the dark X. Um, so then they find, I can't remember what they find, um, something. <laughs> something. <laughs> just before, just before, I think it's a cigarette. Is it a box of the cigarettes? The cigarettes, the poison cigarettes. Yeah. A yeah. lighter and like a one-way cell phone. How does that even work? Like a one-way cell phone? Do you know how that works? Because he, he tries to call at one point. He can't, and he looks yeah. at it and goes. Oh, this is what this phone can only receive calls, and I'm like, it's only one half of the clamshell. <laughs> All right, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Hello. Just this Hello? is just the ear bit. Yeah, it's just the ear <laughs> bit, and you just go. All right, yeah, yeah. Oh, you can't hear me. I keep, I keep talking, just but you can't hear me. Just tape over the microphone. Like, this is only receiving calls. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I keep saying you can't hear me, but I'm saying it again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Silly. Um, and then he's obviously trying to plan to give the cigarette. Um. It's all a bit convoluted. This bit where he tries, to, he dips the cigarette in the tainted blood just for the camera to see, so it looks like he's doing it. And then he turns the lights off and says, "Adam, go along with this. Pretend you're dying. Yeah, he's definitely gonna fall for this." And yeah. then Adam smokes a cigarette, does the most ridiculous. Yeah, I actually quite like that, the fake dying yeah. because it, fe- it seemed like someone who didn't quite know how to fake die. Yeah. Fake yeah, it's cool. How annoyed would you be if you were like the other guy, Lawrence? You'd be like, for fuck's sake, you're yeah. absolutely making a meal of this. Um, but then he gets electric. He gets an electric shock. Um, yeah. And Lawrence, for some reason, thinks he's faking that. He's like, "What are you doing? What are you faking? You ruined it. Yeah, you ruined our great acting." Just because you can't um, stop pretending to have an electric shock. Yeah, yeah it's weird. Even it was, yeah. E- 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 you're even doing the noise that goes with it. <laughs> How are you doing that? <laughs> you twat. So obviously, yeah, because there's a camera behind, like there's like a one-way mirror. They smashed that earlier, so you see that somebody is watching the the whole thing unfold, and anything they think of, someone, Jigsaw killer, whoever, is like one step ahead. Um, yeah. But now we sort of find out that Jigsaw's got an accomplice called Zep Hindle. Who was an we orderly... don't know he's an accomplice. We think he's a jigsaw killer. That's right. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Yeah. That's sorry. That's the twist. Um, <laughs> as a as as someone who's obviously seen it before, <laughs> you know he's an accomplice. Yeah. Somebody who's seen it for the first time, you think this guy's a jigsaw killer, and it's what's his name from Lost, isn't it? Um, ben, ben. Ben. Yeah. 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 Um, he was an orderly at the hospital where Lawrence Gordon worked, and he's obviously keeping. Uh, Gordon's daughter and wife held captive but um, around about now and we see that he's watching everything unfold on a camera as well a little video feed proper like 
terrible footage, I'll be like, what's going on there? Is he faking the cigarette or what? Hang on. The, the um, phone that can only receive calls, he gets the phone call from the jigsaw killer, right? He gets a phone call from one of the from the from his wife, doesn't he? At some point, I'm not sure. Well, so someone says, "Remember, poison is." Oh, maybe it's just a little flashback yeah. audio, like, or, or maybe it's yeah something. Maybe it's the poison he Yeah, but yeah, around about this point, the wife and daughter like try and away from Zep. I'd hate to lose a fight to someone called Zep. Who'd you get your ass kicked by, Zep? Yeah, he fucked yeah. me up. Uh, <laughs> and while they're fighting, obviously Zep's gun is going off, and that's when uh, um, Danny Glover opposite sees it, and he's like, "Right, better get over there." Um, what a waste of space that guy is! Really, he's been planning his to, like to save the day and capture this killer yeah. for like so long. three years or something. He shoots himself yeah. in the chest. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty annoying. I was like, "Oh, what a way to go." Uh, wait, does he die? Yeah. That does kill him. That does kill him, doesn't it? Yeah. So he's obviously fighting with Zep and just his gun goes off. He him. lost the fight to Zep. Yeah. As yeah, he's, he's the guy who's bleeding out of Zep. I mean, chest, Zep's got a... F- oh, fuck. <laughs> Zep. Remember who killed you? It was me, Zep. See you yeah. later. And just after that, the apprenticeship arrives and, and lets Zep on board and they give him a yeah. gun instead. They, they, or they, take, <laughs> they take Danny Glover's gun off of him. They say, yeah. get here. Oh, you loser. <laughs> Um, but yeah, Zep then, so basically his whole chase sequence goes down into some sewers and towards where this bathroom actually is, which is like Jigsaw's lair, Zep's lair, not Jigsaw's lair. Um, and he enters the bathroom to kill Gordon, I think. I think that's what he wants to do. Yeah, it's gone past the time now. Um, like the too late, wait, hang hang on a sec. Because it's just, just we've missed something. We've missed something. We've missed the very key moment, which is where desperate Lawrence Gordon wants to save his kids, wants to save his family, sorry, and he decides to hacksaw his foot off. Yeah, it's pretty grim. Like you don't, you won't forget that anytime soon. Because <laughs> he's really going at it for quite a while. It's not easy. Yeah, it, t- it would take ages. In in Saw Two, um, Donnie Wahlberg gets out of the same scenario. By breaking his foot and then just like smashing it a few times, like the toilet lid, and then just like and like pulls his broken mutilated foot out, but keeps his foot. Smart, smart, Donnie Wahlberg. (laughs) Donnie Wahlberg, what a man. Yeah. So, um, and then he gets the 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 bullet, puts puts it in the gun, and then shoots Adam. Hence, he's now won his game. Um. But then Thingy turns up, Zep, and then he says, you're too late. Um, yeah, too late. Oh, and then up. they wrestle him to the ground or something. Because yeah. Adam's not dead. Adam's yeah. not dead. And he, smashes, he smashes Zep's head with a toilet tank lid and says, I put my hand in all that shit for a reason. But yeah. it's, it's still on his hand. He hasn't yeah. wiped it off. So yeah. he smears it all over his face. Have that. Does like a Mr. Sacco thing. <laughs> it's a hit mankind. <laughs> Uh, with the fingers um so then um okay so uh dr gordon crawls out and he looks like he's he's not gonna last like 10 seconds like he he looks like he's been bitten by a zombie like it's not good yeah his face is like ashen yes like he's not looking good at all now um but then as thingy's like looking for 
I can't remember what he's looking for. Cigarette or something. Key. Maybe, I, don't I think he's looking key. for a key. Ah, yeah, um, yeah. In order to get, because he's still chained up. Um, and then he finds another tape, which he listens to, which we start getting the music. Do, 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 do. It is oh, good. It is good. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's pretty close. Yeah. Um, yeah. Hello, Mr. Hindle. Um, you are an absolute wally. <laughs> you're, you're such so, a bloody silly sausage, and I've yeah. given you slow acting poison. And the only way to get this answered is so complicated. He's also the only guy who seemed to be quite nice to him in the hospital. To the yeah. He's like, his name is John. He's like humanizing him. And then yeah. for that, he gets bloody poisoned. His name's John, <laughs> not Jay Igsel. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Give him a break. Yeah. Uh, so. What yeah, did he do? It, I can't remember. Done a bit of anything, did he? I don't know. I don't know. Um, pushed in front of him in the Tesco queue. Yeah. Got the last can of Heinz beans. But again, this is so complicated because what he's done here is he's 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 basically set up a whole thing to get this guy by yeah. having two other guys, and he's just he wants to be there and have front row seat because obviously then we get the the big reveal, which is probably the best reveal of the Saw franchise and one that they've been desperate to replicate ever since. But the biggest what-the-fuck moment... But I don't know if it's because I already knew it, but for some reason it felt like it was a bit of a whimper this time, right? I was a bit like, oh, he... Oh, nah, yeah. He got me this time as well. I mean, oh, I, got you this I, time. I wasn't yeah. shocked, but I was like, yeah. yeah. Imagine you were... Was, yeah. What? <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, the, the corpse that was in the middle of the room with blood everywhere and had the gun in his hand and the tape originally... Is John Kramer, is the Jigsaw Killer, the real Jigsaw Killer, stands up, he's got loads of gunk on his head, like to show that his, the fake, that his brain's been blown out. Yeah. Um, yeah. So there's a... He just walks out and says, game over. Oh, he says, he says to him, the key was in the bathtub, but the key was tied to him, I think, so as soon as he got up, it was going to yeah, go down the drain. It, it went down the drain, yeah. But I was thinking, okay... So what Why if he you didn't, didn't go do down that? the drain? What if he was in the bathtub and he picked it, picked it out, unlocked himself, and went right? Uh, I'm off. Yeah. None of these. No, yeah. None of this massive train of events is going to happen now. No. It doesn't. No, it doesn't make sense. It's almost like why even do that? Because what 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 are you trying to prove that? Oh, you were so close to surviving, and actually, it was right at the beginning that you all fucked it up. It's like, yeah. what? There's so many chances. There's so many scenarios where this goes wrong for jigsaw i reckon if there were you know like in um infinity war where um dr strange says he saw three million different versions of it and, it, and they only won once yeah. i honestly reckon there are three million different versions of this happening where jigsaw actually wins and this is the one yeah <laughs> every other one so you get the bullet and they're like i don't think this gun works but let's test it on this body it's dead anyway yeah, <laughs> yeah that is absolutely <laughs> that that's perfect yeah. Well, his brains are even blown out. I've always wanted to blow someone's brains out, and his brains are already <laughs> blown out. So blow if back I put in. another bullet, if I put another on <laughs> his head, and he would go, "No, don't do it." No. <laughs> I would have tickled don't his feet it. just to make sure he was dead. <laughs> <laughs> also, like, um, what if he guffed? Someone his belly saw. Yeah. <laughs> Adam. <laughs> they blame each other as well, wouldn't they? Yeah, that was you. No, that was you. Well, want me? I know my own body. Yeah, yeah. It'd be good if if Jigsaw got a bit more involved throughout and was like, "I hate you, Doctor Gordon." And then he's like, <laughs> yeah. "What did you just say?" 
<laughs> oh, God. You really stink. <laughs> oh, what? Do I? <laughs> well, you put your hand in the bloody shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I um. Yeah. It's cool though. I mean, I mean, a lot of these kind of things um, are very difficult to make airtight, especially when they're this windy. Um, but it does work, and it does get you. It got me this time, and the first time I saw it, it blew my little, it blew my brains out. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah. I'm very effective at the time, and I've always looked back on it fondly. I think now my love of it has been tainted somewhat by the sequels that going back to it and looking at it too much of them to the point where i'm like some of the things that work really well in this film feel overdone just because yeah. i've seen them in the sequels so not to this film's de- detriment but you know okay that's how it makes me feel about it i yeah but oh, at so the same it... time i think i'm done with done with this franchise i don't think i'd want to see another Saw film nothing would come out though i go i want to see that you're not going to see Spiral. You're not interested in seeing Spiral. And now I've said that, I think I probably will have to, but you know, I'm not going to yeah. want to do it. I just will have to for the good of mankind. So it ends with um, the Jigsaw Killer saying, game over, leaving Adam in the bathroom to die. Um, so this is something, so the ending, it should be a bit neater. We don't know what happens to Gordon at the end. It would be nice yep. to have. I mean, I think, it, I think the reason is because if he was to survive, that is no way to finish this film, actually. Because if he survived, he would be like, there's a guy in the bathroom just, just down that place. Go and get him out because he's going to die in there. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's the that's the kind of the true ending because... Yeah. Because otherwise, oh, he's going to die just because he beats the game, gets out... And then just dies because he like a blood loss, which is kind of a fizzly out ending. So there's no way you can't win in this film. I think they have done the yeah. best, the best that they could for this ending. I think, I think we find out a bit more about Adam's fate in the second film, I believe. Is second, he just like a corpse or third? One of them. I can't remember, but I think that's what we find out. It might just be a corpse. Um, but and, and Lawrence Gordon, I think we pick up where we left off in one of the very later sequels possibly saw 3d yeah i think I, I think i read somewhere again i haven't seen it so i might be completely wrong but it definitely happens later on so yeah there we go and obviously without wanting to spoil too much so if you're not seen any of the Saw franchise uh just turn the episode off right now but amanda young who's su- the survivor of the jigsaw thing has got a very that she's very key to the second and the third movie where she's essentially Jigsaw's apprentice and she's happy that he taught her a lesson and made her value her life and now she's like I'm going to help you set up all your traps and take care of you now you're dying of cancer Yeah. so yeah Um, I've got some name game for you I think I kind of put them together quite hastily so <laughs> they might <laughs> okay. well let's just see how well, okay they- Name game last week, Georgie was on it to the point yeah, where, like, usually, yeah. usually I, I not, walk away pra- with it. You practice, you, yeah. you, know, you put the hours in every night. Yeah, I do. There's like a rocky, a rocky, uh, me training sequence. Just doing those different name yeah. games. Yeah. Okay. So, the name game for the listeners, if you're not listening before, I'm going to ex- describe a film, uh, and the name will kind of be very similar or rhyme with the name of this film. So, so, number one, uh, it's about, this is a great film. 
It's about a guy who wakes up next to his alpha beta gamma brother tied up in a bathroom with a stonking hangover. So it's about uh, a guy who wakes the... up next to his alpha beta gamma brother tied up in a bathroom with a stonking hangover. The what was it called? The... This is this. I don't even know if this works, but you might find a better one. Actually, <laughs> I don't. I can't think of the word. It's on the tip of my tongue. Can you say it, please? Bro. <laughs> what? If you say bro. The bro. B-R-U-H, but you've yeah. done B-R-A-W. <laughs> I would have never got that in a million years, Luke. Okay. Like, we could have we could have we could have kept that this forever. Not you know the when best they say example, yeah. When, you know when they say when you give Well, um, you know they say uh, monkeys get the shit uh, out of the way first is what yeah, I was okay. going to Alright, I'll let you off with that one. Yeah. Uh okay. <laughs> It's about a man who wakes up tied up in a bathroom next to a fucking crow and it keeps going on and on and on and on. <laughs> uh, the core? Core, yeah. Core. You know what? Uh, core is like a is quite a southwest Bristolian thing that a lot of people say. I'd have to say like, I, I guess it's like sort of like a wow. Like core. Yeah, core by me. Core, look at him. Core. core. Yeah, but... Not core blimey though. That's not uh, Bristolian. It, it, core. it is core blimey, but without the blimey. Sure, core. Yeah, but Bristolian is core. Arca e. You ever heard that? Arca e. You might have said it. Arca e. I thought you'd stub your toe oh, or something. Core. Arca e. <laughs> Which means, wow, look at him. Oh, I thought you were saying the arky. Press the arky. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, so this other film. Um, it's about a man who wakes up in a bathroom and he hates potato salad, especially with cabbage and even mayonnaise or some sort of vinaigrette. But this evil <laughs> genius guy said, unless I'm he eats it. a bunch of this cold, unless he eats this bunch of cold vegetable salad, he isn't allowed to go home. To be fair, that sounds horrible. Like, that's horrific. The slaw. Yeah, slow. I mean, I don't know if I could do that. If there was like a whole bucket there, I had to get through it before I would die. It depends, because there's a lot of bad, bad coleslaw. But um, if you go to like a really bad good coleslaw. American barbecue type place, they have slaw on the side. It's normally a lot better. Okay. Uh, okay, so on that. this other film is about a man who wakes up in Arkansas and he has no idea how he got home, how to get home because he keeps asking people how to get home from Arkansas, but nobody knows where, what they're talking about. <laughs> Uh, Arkansas, Arkansas, Arkansas. How do you say it? Arkansas? Yeah. Yeah. How do I get to Arkansas? Never heard of it, mate. Never heard of it. Okay, last yeah. one then. Uh, it's about a man who wakes up in the sea and he's tied to a shark, and unless he comes to terms with his personal shortcomings, the shark won't let him go. Personal shortcomings. Well, you said shark. Yeah, jaw sure. is just in my head, but jaw. that's not right, is it? Is sure. it jaw? Yeah. Oh, first. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's easy as that. Most pretty, of the time, pretty. Quickly. I think, despite the fact, I think you should be proud. They're all pretty solid. Is that our first one? What? <laughs> bro. <laughs> bro. Yeah. bro. Okay. Yeah. All right. You need to rate the film. I'll tell you what. Okay. I'm going to rate it for you, and then you tell me what? if I if I got it right for what you were going to okay. say. Well, it's a good film. Not, not gonna lie, it's pretty good. I mean, Arc E. Uh, look at the, uh, <laughs> the the bad bits of it though. 
Uh, and it's not as good as I remember. It's a bit too weirdly waddly. Uh, I'm going to give it a C minus. And my name's Ben. Um, Is that right? Yeah, I'll, I'll give you that. I was thinking C, but then I think I summed it up just now without needing to sum it up again. <laughs> uh, which is why, yeah. And then, what about you, Luke? Uh, do you want me to do you, or are you doing you? Do me, and then... Um, I'm going to do an accent. No, I'm going to do an accent. I'm going to say... For some, what you, I'm, gonna, I'm, Luke, I'm Luke Condor, and what I usually do is I listen to what you rate it, and then I, I purposely just, I rate it a little bit more. With a C. <laughs> With a K. All right. I'm going to rate this film slightly higher than you rate it, Ben, because for some reason I want to seem more impartial, <laughs> or a little bit more, a little bit more positive. So I'll let you go first and slate the film, and then I'll come in and go. Oh, actually, I think it's all right. I'm going to give it a, but. I reckon you'll give it. A, I reckon you'll be quite a bit more generous. I reckon you're going to say C plus, just when yeah. you're thinking back to your old dodgy DVD days, and I think you had a nice, nice memory there of a dodgy DVD. Yeah. So C plus. I was thinking B minus, but you've convinced oh, me. Jesus. Uh, you, you playing me? You've convinced much. me that it's too much. Yeah, I would have done an accent, but uh, I don't know. I might need a bit of practice. Have I got an accent? I don't think I've got an accent. Uh, no comment. <laughs> I've definitely got an accent, mate. Here we are. All right, mate. Yeah, there we go. RKE, it's a C minus and a C plus. And together, that's a nice round C. C for Saul. <laughs> yeah, Arkansas. C-S-R-Car. Um, there we go. Uh, okay, yeah. so uh, thanks for listening. Next week, we... Uh, yeah, so next week... We're doing The Mist. Are we going to do black and white? Is there a black and white version? Oh, yeah. That's the intended, the director's intended version, black and white. Let's do that then. If I can find that version, then let's do that. Uh, Yeah, Andy Conduit Turner is going to join us again. He's had a a few weeks off. He's been busy. He's been directing uh, the Halloween Horrors of Old Mill Lane, which goes live again. I was about to say in five minutes, but that's when we're recording it. Uh, So if you listen to this podcast on Wednesday, the 28th of October, it goes live to episode four goes live tonight at 9 p.m. Don't miss it. Just realized it's five to nine. Okay, we better wrap up then pretty quick because we've got somewhere to be. Um, so thanks for listening. If you enjoyed, go on Patreon over patreon.com forward slash Hawk and Cleaver. Uh, thanks to Cobach Camera for our theme music. Thanks to ACAST for hosting the show. Thanks for the listeners. Go join the, fame, uh, the Facebook group Horror Hangout Board Advice. Thanks to my co host Ben for being a right horror dude. Thank you very much, Luke. It's been an absolute pleasure, as always. Alright, catch a bit. Bye. Bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well. HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods 
for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.